Welcome back to the Deeper Dive podcast, the Catechism of the Catholic Church in a Year. Today is day number 233, and we begin with number 1762. The human person is ordered to beatitude by his deliberate acts. The passions or feelings he experiences can dispose him to it and contribute to it. The term passions belongs to the Christian patrimony. Feelings or passions are emotions or movements of the sensitive appetite that incline us to act or not to act in regard to something felt or imagined to be good or evil. The passions are natural components of the human psyche. They form the passageway and ensure the connection between the life of the senses and the life of the mind. Our Lord called man's heart the source from which the passions spring. There are many passions. The most fundamental passion is love, aroused by the attraction of the good. Love causes a desire for the absent good and the hope of obtaining it. This movement finds completion in the pleasure and joy of the good possessed. The apprehension of evil causes hatred, aversion, and fear of the impending evil. This movement ends in sadness at some present evil or in the anger that resists it. To love is to will the good of another. All other affections have their source in this first movement of the human heart toward the good. Only the good can be loved. Passions are evil if love is evil and good if it is good. In themselves, passions are neither good nor evil. They are morally qualified only to the extent that they effectively engage reason and will. Passions are said to be voluntary, either because they are commanded by the will or because the will does not place obstacles in their way. It belongs to the perfection of the moral or human good that the passions be governed by reason. Strong feelings are not decisive for the morality or the holiness of persons. They are simply the inexhaustible reservoir of images and affections in which the moral life is expressed. Passions are morally good when they contribute to a good action, evil in the opposite case. The upright will orders the movement of the senses it appropriates to the good and to beatitude. An evil will succumbs to disordered passions and exacerbates them. Emotions and feelings can be taken up into the virtues or perverted by the vices. In the Christian life, the Holy Spirit himself accomplishes his work by mobilizing the whole being with all its sorrows, fears, and sadness, as is visible in the Lord's agony and passion. In Christ, human feelings are able to reach their consummation in charity and divine beatitude. Moral perfection consists in man's being moved to the good, not by his will alone, but also by his sensitive appetite, as in the words of the psalm, my heart and flesh sing for the joy to the living God. Father Jack. Thanks, Bill. In modern culture, the feelings have taken a new primacy, I would argue, that, that feelings become... Uh, the most important thing in our life, uh, which is truly unfortunate, right? There's a, a very popular uh, political commentator that likes to say facts don't care about your feelings, uh, which true, but also not quite. And you know, it doesn't quite transfer perfectly over to the moral life. But there's a certain reality to that, that, that when we talk about the passions as we have today, we begin to see that the passions have a place in the moral life, but they aren't a replacement for a moral life, right? <laughs> that they aren't uh, just because I have an 
an aversion to something doesn't make it evil. And just because I have an attraction to something doesn't make it good. Um, that we are called because that to have a governance over the passions. I have quoted this probably to the point where I'm starting to repeat myself, but um, I, think, I think it was St. Catherine of Siena that's, uh, yeah, who said um, in that, that it is better to be the hammer than the anvil, right? And when it comes to comes to the passions, better to be the one to be able to govern our 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 feelings rather than be governed by them, right? To always be swayed by what we feel is right or wrong. So we have this, I think, a very excellent summation of what the or how the passions play out in the moral life. Of themselves, neutral. Of themselves, they they are neither good nor evil. They are just natural to us but they have a greatness to them because they can push us to do something greater than ourselves. This is something that maybe is not quite uh, as explicit as, as it would be or could be, but that passions have a great purpose in the moral life, but they can't always be trusted. <laughs> that, that, and what do I think of is, is when we have, we're called to do something beyond the ordinary, we are called to, we, the passions help us do the thing right love for uh love for a mother's love for a child causes her to run back into a, a building that is on fire to save her uh, the the hatred for for something evil causes a, a, a or for injustice being done causes a police officer to run to the scene of a crime rather than run away right these passions uh aren't aren't of themselves you know nothing but the action that follows them that's where it becomes now oftentimes I, I would say one of the most common sins that aren't that is not a sin uh or you know false sin that is confessed in confession are these passions oh father i'm just so angry i'm just so uh you know this that or the other thing and it's like i get that but what have you done with it right because because even hatred can can be can push us to do something good. Anger can do help us do something good. If I am angry about the state of of someone's soul or someone's you know uh, or you know governance or whatever it may be, and it pushes me to do a just act, well, then that's a good thing, right? The passions are governed by what the will does or it should be, um, and then we're going to have passions that we don't like. <laughs> we're we're going to be tempted. And that's okay because we know that we have the grace to overcome all of it, right? That that uh, the Catechism in the second to last paragraph says the Holy Spirit Himself accomplishes His work by mobilizing the whole being, right? The Holy Spirit can use these things, but also show us our strength to choose the good, right? I think you know one of the I think one of the marvels of of early Christendom is is the the martyrdom of of the some of these big saints, right? The Ignatiuses and the Cyprians and all of these who seem to be almost overly happy to die, right? They were just so uh, ready for their martyrdom in, in kind of a beautiful and mysterious sort of way. But the thing about it is from, I would imagine most of them, they weren't like that. They weren't quite so joyful, but they still refused to not witness, right? You know, it's not you know, uh, stoicism, right? That doesn't have any emotions. That's not human. That, that has been rejected. What we're, what we're seeing is in the Christian life that 
we can have emotions, right? The Psalms really beautifully show us that emotions are not evil. Um, but how we choose to, uh, to use them, to, to be angry and yet still turn towards God, to be hurt uh, and still turn towards God, to be an absolute over-the-top love and be thankful to God for the good things, right? But what Scripture shows us is that these passions of themselves can be good or evil. What <laughs> the passions of themselves can can help us or hurt us. So what do we worry about? Not so much to be obsessed with what we feel, but rather what we do.